warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. That was a nice burp to start off the show. Please enjoy your first culture shock. It's by Willie Nelson. Um, Tyler, what can I say? You came on the show a second time. I never even thought you'd come a first time. And let alone here you are, you, you know, showing up again and again and again to do shows. And I appreciate it a lot because it makes me feel like you believe in this and... You've seen the light that excites all the freaks as we stack mad chips and spread love with my peeps. Um, that's a Biggie Smalls lyric for everybody at home. This first song is called Heaven and Hell. It's by Willie Nelson. Uh, I joke and I tease with Tyler a lot, you know, because he's religious. I'm not. Um, he's a Bible thumper. I am not. I'm going to keep making fun of him because he's not here to defend himself. But <laughs> I love him nonetheless. And me and Tyler, before I ever met Nick, a member of Voltron, Tyler was the perfect example of you can be completely religious and then I can be not religious and we can still be best friends. And I think it was good practice for me to become, you know, Voltron members with Nick. You know, Tyler was my training. Um, And before we, you know, start sucking his dick any harder, I'd love to play you this first song before I go off on a fucking tangent rant. So please enjoy Heaven Hell, the alternate version uh, with duet vocals with Willie Nelson. We'll be back after this. Sometimes heaven, sometimes hell, sometimes you don't even know. Sometimes I take it as far as I can, sometimes I don't even go. My front tracks are headed for cold water well, my back tracks are covered with snow. Sometimes it's heaven, sometimes hell, sometimes you don't even know. Well, heaven ain't walking on street paved gold, hell ain't a mountain fire. Heaven is laying sweet baby's arms, and hell is when baby ain't there. My tracks are headed for cold water well My back tracks are covered with snow Sometimes it's heaven Sometimes it's hell Sometimes you don't even know
Sometimes heaven and sometimes hell Sometimes I don't even know Sometimes I take it as far as I can Sometimes I don't even go My front tracks are headed for cold water well My back tracks cover Who does know? Not this guy. Um, this next song, I'm going to play three Culture Shocks in this first break. I don't know if I'll do it with all three. Um, if I do, I guess you'll get the fuck over it. But this next song, Tyler, is from my Hot Jams playlist. It made me think of you. Because we always joked and laughed that we were going to make something big of ourselves one day and that... It would be hard for us to find our way back home, but we would still do it because we still give a shit about each other and, for some reason, our crazy bonkers family. Even though I love your family a little bit more than mine, just kidding, or am I, or what if, but uh, that joke is dedicated to Nick. Um, This next song, Someday I'll Find My Way Home, is by Carolyn Tuesday, an anime, so I know Tyler's never heard it, but Tyler, this song is very sweet. It makes me think of you because it makes me think of us, you know, just kind of being on different ends of the earth, and at some point we always manage to meet up. So someday I'll find my way home, and I hope you do too, Tyler, to me and you. We'll be back after this.
what a beautiful music we have made with our ears today. Listen, this next song I dedicate to Tyler and Tyler only. Um, I know that we talk about Betsy and Abby a lot in the show, but it's really just about me and Tyler. But on Boys Night, um, me and Tyler have said some pretty terrible things in our life. Like, you know, that fart smelled like AIDS. Or, oh, she looks like she'd be a good cum dumpster. Or, I'd like to waterboard that guy in a piss fountain. What do all these terribly gross sentences have in common? Me and Tyler said them. Why do we bring them up now? Is because at the end of the day, either there is or there isn't a God in that man's or woman's position. I'd like to imagine God would be a woman. Um, it's their job to judge us, not fucking you. So if you don't like the bits, tune the fuck out. Only God could judge us by Tupac, and we'll be back with the talking bits after this. Love you, Tyler. Only God can judge me. That right? Only God, man. Nobody else. Nobody else. All you other motherfuckers get out of my business. Really? Perhaps I was blind to the facts. Stabbed in the back. I couldn't trust my own homies. Just a bunch of dirty facts. Will I succeed? Grabbing no it from the weed. And hocus pocus try to focus, but I can't see. And in my mind, I'm a blind man doing time. Look to my future, cause my past is all behind me. Is it a crime to fight for what is mine? Everybody's gone. Tell me what's the use in trying. I've been trapped since birth. Cautious, cause I'm cursed. And fantasies of my family in the hurts. And they say it's the white man I should fear. But it's my own kind doing all the killing here. I can't lie, ain't no love for the other side. Jealousy inside, make them wish I died. Oh my lord, tell me what I'm living for. Everybody's drunk and got me knocking on heaven's door. And all my memories of seeing brothers bleed. And everybody grieves, but still nobody sees. Recollect your thoughts, don't get caught up in the mix. Cause the media's full of dirty tricks. Only God can judge me. Yeah, baby. Everybody won't. 
couch. My new shit is so pretty, I already sold the key an ounce. Bitch, remember two pocket and four tape? Them same two brothers dodging bullets, representing the bank. Pop when you was locked down, that's when I'll be around. Start climbing up the trunk, so sick, but they tried to clown. That's why they write the bandwagon, still be dragging, selling lies. Don't think I don't see you haters, I know y'all in disguise. Guess you figure you know me, cause I'm a thug. That love to hit the late night club, dressed in buzz. Been living lavish like a player all day. Now I'm about to floss some more players, shit with Fote. Only God can judge microphone's not broken i thought i'd do a different like stuffy voice but it just confused tyler and scared him this is the disappointing radio show in chair one is tyler glander round two <laughs> this is the show we'll come back um literally if i could have started the show 10 minutes earlier i would have that would have been the best <laughs> thing in the world because i got I, you were my first ever spit take you were the first person i've ever got to like spit out something in a laughter. You call me perfect time to oh, just... I didn't think... Because I knew you weren't ready for it. Because, like, well, no. again, guys aren't... Usually it's guys who I get on a lot of, like, the choke-up humor. Because whenever I say something ridiculous in front of Abby, <laughs> who, who I was talking to, it's something really, like, sexual. And usually they're like, oh, God, that's going to get him in trouble. But then really Abby's like, yeah, keep going. Keep it up. <laughs> it's usually the worst because, like, if I fake in the fucking public, I'm like, come here. And I fucking, like fake choker she'll lean into it and she's like yeah harder and it's like we are in target she goes don't instigate then <laughs> like, that's what relationships matter <laughs> those are the best those are the best <laughs> um but yeah like uh, isn't it nice to like have somebody you can laugh with yeah i think you share that most with betsy like mm -hmm. i always see you guys laughing and that's, yep. what, that's the most important thing i think to me because i think while yes sports are important to you for some reason i feel like good company is better yeah for some reason like yes you could have a girl that's like sports 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 which i'm sure betsy's you know not ignorant to it yeah but like she doesn't seem like a sports 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 girl mm -mm. so like she seems funny she came to my comedy show yeah, dude, she's cool. she's awesome so like uh, she seems nice as shit so yeah. when she hears this months later and if you guys are still together which i hope <laughs> <laughs> she'll be listening she goes god damn it right it's like listen i said i hope that means I'm for it. I'm listening, and I hope you're. I hope you're also listening in the future, yeah, which will it. be like months later. But I got lucky, man. <laughs> Part two, Tyler lucky. Glander. We found you. We got you here. I love your fucking T-shirt because it makes me want to make fun of it. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd say something about it. Cross. Yeah, wearing a cross with a shirt with a cross on it, and I was expecting. Well, a it's a cross with a whistle, yeah. and it says "huddle," and that implies two different things. And I just, I, I love it, but I also want to make fun of it because I. 
kind of hate it, <laughs> but I love it because <laughs> I gonna, think what, it's cool. What, what are you gonna say? I was just gonna say it makes sense that the Catholic Church would put their logo on something. It's not Catholic. Blow. Well, it's a cross. What's not? I mean, it's Catholic. Well, okay, they, I mean that's what they fucking worship no. too. This no. <laughs> Am I wrong? Well, yeah, they worship the cross, but hell, it's all under the same umbrella. <sighs> sure. <laughs> the umbrella that is shaped like a cross. He said, yeah, sure. But it just makes sense that that logo would be on something that you would blow. Because, like, during a huddle, you could also say that's when you, like, would huddle up the little preacher boys. You just take everything. No, you just take it too far. You can't take it for what it is. You take it too far. See, I just talked about this on the last episode, so it's really yeah, funny. Yeah, I heard like, you talking about They, uh, you they brought up a Pope yeah. simulator. There's a new game out where you can play the Pope. Isn't that funny? There's a game? Yeah. Where it's a Pope simulator. Play you, Pope you, Francis? Yeah, where you like wave, kiss babies, make decisions. Like, do you tell the girl something inspiring or do you tell her something mean? And like, do you... Um, You'd be terrible at that. Do you pass things and let them be like like a public eye or do you cover them up and use the church's money to like hide scandals? Like, priest molest, molest boy, but it gets oh to you first God. so you can hide it. Like, isn't it funny? Or, or you can tackle it and be like, we don't ta- we don't condone this kind of stuff in the church and while you think this represents us all. Like, you can try to say stuff. It's interesting. It's an interesting simulator. And you play it. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I expect nothing left. <laughs> Today's society still surprises us. Because, like, you like sports, but I still think you like games, and I think you can hang out. And you always like my VR when I yeah, the VR is sweet. So like, you know, I asked your mom this, and I want you to answer this because she didn't really have an answer. So I, I want to hear it from now from your mouth because it was about you. I asked her on her show, like, "Hey, what do you think Tyler would do if he didn't do sports like at all?" She's like, "Shit, that's like half of his identity." Well, I said, "I know." So like, what would Tyler it. fill that with? And I was like, well, he's a business kid. I can see him doing that kind of stuff. But I was like, but like, what would you see him hanging out do? Like, do you think he would get into games? Do you think he'd be a nerd? I think I'd be more of a fucking drinker. Okay. I, I honestly think I'd like. I'd be more, more of a partier. I'd be more probably. I'd be a more social drinker. Like, I'd, like instead of like, sports take up so much of my time that if I didn't like, if I had more time and I would like get stuff done and have nothing to do, I'd go hang out and drink with friends. Okay. So I wouldn't be like a drunk, not an alcoholic. So you play like drinking games and stuff like that. I have, but probably probably not like that. Yeah. I'd probably just go to a bar and just hang out with friends. But I mean, to a degree, like you could just do more of that because like that yeah. would be what you're doing with your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like socially drunk with friends because yep. when you get back to your house, you're gonna be like, well, let's just, let's play dice, and then you fucking play dice. Yeah, I'd probably play a lot of cards, a lot of poker. I love. Okay, poker. I love euchre. So, yeah, like, I love a good euchre. Drunk I play a fuck ton of cards. People are like, why do you like euchre? I'm like, because you take out most of the deck. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, I'd probably play a lot of cards. I'd be like, I'd probably be more social. I'm pretty social as it is. But, yeah. But I mean, I guess, I guess you'd be going there. I actually don't know. I'd probably be a much better golfer. You like, think you would golf more? I would. Because you still like sports and that's dude, still. Dude, I, and, like, I that's have still, and you know what? So much. I'll take that answer because when people are like, but golf's a sport. Meh. <laughs> I golf my whole life and I can say that. Meh. Is it? I love golf. I, I love golf. Yeah, I love golf. But, but, okay, let's talk about that. I think golf's dying. I think golf is going to mm. die unless it makes some serious changes. Yeah. Every sport makes changes to stay alive, and golf is staying in its old-ass white khakis, and it refuses to change. Yeah. I argue, what if, okay, everybody can ride carts now. You can wear whatever okay. clothing you want. Jeans, I don't give a shit. You can now listen to music on the course, and silence is no longer a rule. Because You're talking about, like, on the tour? Everywhere, yeah. Well, I already do that. 
everywhere. Like, okay. like silence. Like country club stuff? Like, like every golf okay. course. Like silence yeah. is no longer an issue. Okay. Because now the best golfers are going to be defined by those who are never distracted. Mm-hmm. That would be better. It's kind of like darts. Um, or bowling. People aren't silent in bowling. What the fuck you mean? Yeah. They're eating pizza and chugging beer and they fucking still get strikes. Yeah, I about to say, the golf course, I like when I go up to Finley and golf, is what I've been doing a lot recently, that like the courses I go to, I wear shorts and stuff. Well, and how we, nice would it be? We play to, music Yeah, but and well, how nice would it be if that was the category yeah, everywhere where yeah, you could everywhere. just always you yeah. could show up in your comfy clothing. Yeah. Whatever dirty ass clubs, yeah. Show up with booze, get fucked up, have good yeah. music with friends, and like laugh really loud, and not, you know, be not give a shit. Yeah, yeah. that no would be a way better yeah. golf experience. Yeah. And we didn't really have that because, especially I didn't, because I played golf in high school for so long. But even like our own golf adventures, like they were better because it was just us hanging out. But now that we're twenty one, that would be even better that we're fucked up. Yeah. So like I don't know, like I feel like golf could live if it made some serious out there changes, like stated like. Maybe attire doesn't matter. Because not a lot of kids want to jump into that bandwagon of all yeah. that bullshit of, like... I mean, the rules are important, and I think the rule parts are good. Like, you should learn the rules, and you should learn etiquette and stuff like that. But, like, I don't think you should get rid of anything that defines, like, silence and sound. Like, mm-hmm. people should be able to listen to music. I hate when I, it's dead-ass That's silent. quiet, yeah. It's fucking terrible. So much pressure. Like, I would rather have music and be comfortable. Yeah, like, more calm, not think Jesus. about it as much. Yeah, it feels like something else is going on, so I can yeah. just do my own thing. I think a lot of people would play better that way. Would you argue that that's the case? Yeah, I know, I do. Like, when I go with my friends and stuff, and we'll right. play music and everything, I'm, like, more calm. What is your Zuko. favorite golf memory? Because we've had a lot. We had, dude, you know who your mom suggested to ask on as a guest? And who? I thought about it, and I was like, damn, he would make a great guest. Who? I'm going to let you take one shot. He's from our golf past. Golf past? Yeah, golf past. We golf with them. Yeah. Whoa. Someone that is related to you and me via golf. I don't know. Because I, I know it's a whole... Because <laughs> I know you, me, and Logan golf. Now you're excited. Um, and honestly, when I thought about it, I was like, if he is free, if it gives it away, if it's a boy, that helps. If he is free, that would be a damn good interview. Damn, I don't know. I'm gonna say it and you're gonna be. Oh, hold on, Al. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's Al. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's Fuck Al. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. She was like, you should have Al on the show. Fuck yeah. I'm so glad I got that fucking shit. He's like, he would show up in his convertible. Yeah. He would hang out. He'd be. He'd watch cool. funny shit. You could ask him old black questions about samurais and <sighs> golf and isn't that funny? Damn, I'm glad I got that. That was gonna bother me. Fucking Al, he'd be. I can't believe awesome. you guessed that. I tried to give you some hints yep. by saying it was a he, but like really like. I, had to, I was trying to think first tee. I mean, Al was our, Al was our mentor. Yeah. Though. Like, he was the hero I wanted to fucking, I mean, call me biased, but, like, I'm going to look up more to an old black man than an old white man. I don't know why, but I just feel like potentially the old black man might know martial arts and the old white man <laughs> might know how to file his taxes a little he, he more. He might know karate. But, like, I would much rather know somebody with karate and yep. martial arts. Dude, he was cool. He was, like, our mentor. For he left in a convertible. Time. He always, like, BMW bragged about, like, how much he loved his wife and, like, how he like used to be like he served, but now he's he was like super high in the military too. Yeah, and like what what better of a guest? Yeah. Do you think he would do this? Hell yeah, probably. Do you think he would do this? What else has he got going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> now he's gonna hurt feelings. <laughs> well, well, he's retired. Yeah, that's true. I see him at like he lives right next to him. And my thing is like, if I get that done, that's always gonna be there on the yeah. shelf forever, even after his death, after mine, you after my kid's death. That's yeah. still on the shelf. Like, hey, old black man, I like you. 
Well, yeah, young whippersnapper. Oh, this is how man. I used a golf club to slay a vampire. And it's like, wowee! Was it made of silver? <laughs> it was made of crackers. And then she, he hits me, and it's like, you believe anything. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he'd be good. That would be a good he'd guest. He'd be a good guest. Um, I think you're a good guest. I think you're always fun to have on, because we get to hang out, I get to see you. Yeah. Um... God, we're, we have a wedding to go to in a couple days. How and you, your sister's graduation party. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm more excited. Your about mom? The, your sister's fucking... I'm graduate. excited about the grad party, but is it wrong that I'm a little more excited about the wedding? Well, that's our, <laughs> that's our people, though. I mean, yeah, and that's what I tried to portray. My kid is like, you don't have to go. I was like, well, what the fuck do you mean I don't have to we go? We, like, know. I don't that. have to go to your grad party, Oof. you goddamn bitch. <laughs> I'm doing like, it because I love you, but I'm doing it also for him because I love him and her. I think we grew up with them. I think it's really hard for me to admit when a young person is getting married, it's a good idea. But I think they like each other a lot, and I think they've overcome a lot of They're stuff. They're gonna be fine. And Carson has asked me a lot of stuff throughout the past of like, how should I feel about this? How should I feel about that? And like the fact that uh, for however long he's been taking time to like try to make sure he's doing the best he can in this relationship, I'd never seen that out of Carson. Yeah. You know, and not to be a dick, but usually it was just we were young kids, and I yep. did the same. It was just about getting laid, you know, hanging out, doing whatever. This felt different, and it felt like it was the one. Like, he really did, was like, this is someone I can fuck with for a yep. long time. So I was like, to a degree, I was like, all right, well, you know, feel like this, do like this, at least from my opinion. And, like, yep. I don't know, I, I hope it works out, and I hope it blossoms into something great. I hope they yep. have a little family. I just, and I guess if I'm allowed to say this, I hope they don't rush into kids. Yeah, I mean. Because as soon as you have kids, that's your life. You can't go on trips out of state with friends a lot easier. Like, Emma is just now resurfacing into our lives as a social butterfly. Like, but as she was raising her daughter, she was really all alone in it, like, for mm -hmm. most of it. And I hate to say that, but, like, I'm pretty... Now, I think there might be someone now trying to help, but, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't pick them private. She said she'd film me in at the wedding. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to see everybody. And, Dude, and, that's what I'm and, so and, excited and, for. And, and, and here's the thing. Call me selfish or not, but, like... I'm so excited to show everybody Abby. Yeah. It's like a and you new, should be. It's That's like a new feel. sports car. Yeah. Like a secret one that nobody knew. And yeah. like I found a scientist and he made it. And it's like dangerous and it fucks me. And it's like, whoa, this is a crazy car. And it's like, yeah, but I fucking love Why it. Why a scientist? Well, because it's like, it because it, it's from Florida. It feels like it came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It feels like it came from a little yeah, You should feel that way. Though. You should feel excited. But I'm so excited to show everyone Abby. That's just good. because I'm like, guys, look what I found. She's awesome. She really is here. She's here because she likes me. And they're going to be like, no. <laughs> no. You? You? <laughs> she always hears that. She always gets offended. And I'm like, Abby, you really shouldn't. Because, like, they have a lot of reason to say that. They grew up with me. They've seen a lot of dumb, unattractive shit. They've seen Tyler put me in a trash can and then kick it over. When we were fucking, what, sixth grade? Yeah. Oh, my god. you fucking kicked over the trash can. I still have that photo. I do, me too. It's on my Facebook for some reason. Yeah, stuffed in a trash can. And I'm like, huh, Tyler. Did is... I put you in? I think you jumped in. Well, I was sitting One in... of them, you went in yourself. What I remember was, I thought I was sitting, like, against it. And then you were, like, slowly walking to me, saying something. And then you, like, pushed me real quick into it. So I sank. And I was like, Fuck. And then I tried to stand a little bit, yeah, and I was walking out. like a hermit crab trying to make a joke, and then you kicked me over, and that was game over. <laughs> I felt defeated, but I loved you for it, because yeah. it was a good laugh, because I was laughing. It was fun. It was me, you, and Emma. Maybe I'll ask Emma if she remembers that when she's on the show, because the other day she was like, I want... You know who was also coming on the show? Yeah. Kenzie. 
Right. That's a little preview. No kidding. Yeah, she said she'd come on the show. Well, she's a... Think about it. Single mom. She's single. (laughs) I think that's public knowledge. I hope it's public knowledge. Single mom who is a nerd... She's been a she's nerd. She's a gamer, isn't she's she? She's been a gamer forever. Yeah, she has like, been a gamer. and I love nerds because they can talk games. Like the guy in The Witcher just talked so much anime and games with me. Like it was fucking amazing. And like, I love people that show their interest in stuff and huh. talk about the things that they are excited. Is about. Is she back in Ohio? Yes, that's why I was like, if you ever come back to Ohio, send me a message on Instagram and we'll try to plan a message. And yeah. then, like a while ago, I got a message. She's like, Hey, I'm back in Ohio after this vacation. We should plan the episode. I was like, cool, yeah, that's great. That'd be fucking awesome. She said she probably wouldn't bring her daughter, but I was like, if you want to bring a little fucking child, that'd be hilarious. A little <laughs> baby on the show. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, that'd be funny having a little toddler. It'd be I'm fucking sorry. wild. You know, who's this? <laughs> yeah, yes, I also hate the Republic Nation of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that not what was said? Oh, well... I'm sure she meant it in the end. I'm excited to see everyone Saturday, though. It'll I be am, fun. too. I am excited. It's almost like a, cool, a well, little class that's, t- that's why I got the tattoo. Yeah. Because I was like, they have to know that this is what's going on yeah. for real. Because, like, it's not a fucking game. No, you're in. I'm in it. I'm in you know it. what yeah. I mean? I'm really trying to do it. Like, apparently the it's show awesome. in, in August is still happening. So, cool. like, the festival where I'm doing like all the rappers yep, and all stand up in the middle of nice. it. Nice. It's still happening. And that, that, I've seen the venue. It looks sick as fuck. And nice. I'm excited. Um, I hope it goes well. I hope somebody just tapes it for me so at least I can just have, have that. It? Yeah. Because I don't even really, I don't think I'm getting paid. <laughs> I think I'm just getting the opportunity Publicity. to do stand up, I guess. Yeah. yeah so, cool. like, it's a nice venue. Plus, like, all these other comics who are like 45, a lot of them don't really like me and like, like me going to the open mics. Which I understand because it's like fresh blood out for yeah. talent, but like at the end of the day, like, guys, I really, if I could somehow just do this and somehow have somebody just pay for my groceries, like, I wouldn't even need to get paid for stand up. Yeah. Because like, it's not about the money; it's about, you know, your passion. It's, what it's you trying love. to make people laugh. Like, yeah, I, I think love. from, I mean, how? I mean, you've known me since we were fucking. Since we were young, playing shirtless, yep. truth or dare, on iPhones in the same bed at like four or five, like shut the fuck up, America. Yep. Like Tyler knew me from my fucking core. He's like, yup, embarrassing shit. Yes. Yep. <laughs> my memory is impeccable. Not all of it should be said, Brighton. Uh, <laughs> I remember when we used to sleep shirtless beside each other. I thought it was the funniest yep. thing ever because you just make nipple jokes. I was yep. like, he's like, I just remember we sit there and time be like. Probably don't look at him. I just be looking around. I'm like, bro, you got such bigger nipples than me. He's <laughs> been shut the fuck up. And it's like, I can't. Like, you know, it's just, I'm not trying to slut shame, but like, it's just bigger. <laughs> that also makes me think like fucking uh, DC. Yeah. Washington's fucking DC. Oh my god, when you slipped in the bathtub. Yeah, it was because that was because of the Miami Heat thing. There's two seconds left. Two yeah, seconds. From LeBron. we said two minutes on the LeBron block, was in the finals, and you guys told me two seconds left Dumb. in the fucking game. I. Sh- what the Speed fuck we What fell. the fuck was that? There's fucking five minutes left in the damn game. Why not? You know, now that I've never really picked and prodded, but now that you're close and I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a dart there of a go. joke because I just go. have it for a minute. Now that I'm not as close with Blaine, I'm gonna make this joke. You ready? Here's oh, the dart. No. Here we go. And buddy, it does not take long to shave a unibrow. I could just get it in like a minute. Like I could just like <laughs> he said, damn. I'm just saying, man, like, I get it, too. 
Yeah, and I think it will do. Everybody gets it. Yeah. Just take care of it. <laughs> just groom it. I don't give a shit that it was just your birthday. Shave your eye, shave your unibrow. You are not Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, hey, man. Wow. <laughs> oh, <but> I toast. Eddie's <laughs> <laughs> laughing for the goddamn mouth. Shut the fuck up, you bitch. <laughs> That's Mrs. So Disappointment. Fun. Either taking a shit, taking a bath, or taking a nap. One of those three. Uh... <laughs> That's um, funny. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, I hope the mic picks up that laugh. If not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that's to enhance weird. that yeah, to just yeah, hear yeah, like yeah. a very ruffled like, <laughs> like from Abby's muffled laughter in the bathroom. Usually, if I get her laughing too much, she goes silent laugh, and then I'm like, oh, you asthmatic, asthmatic. Hoover vacuum that's been on too long. Are you gonna? <laughs> and then it goes like silent. Are you still laughing? Is she laughing at us or someone her phone? I think she's laughing at us. She's fucking squealing like a goddamn pig that's about to get a shot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's still laughing. She's like a goddamn desk chair that's scooting against the drawer. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was good. God damn it! Are you a squeaky toy or a chair? <laughs> I hope they can hear this. I hope they can too. I'll have to edit it. Um, well, God damn it, Abby, you fucking bitch. <laughs> don't, don't laugh at that. This is why I said sit on the bed, you bitch. Jesus, Murphy. Jesus All right. Murphy. Do you have, like, a joke that you hold near and dear to your heart about Betsy? Like, you guys have a good little insider joke. Like, you nudge her and say, like, mustard, and then she's, like, bust out laughing. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I asked your mom that, and she was like... I don't know. Like that's really hard to describe. But I feel like you could maybe do one. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not funny to her. It's like traumatizing people. <laughs> what? Yeah. Get ready for this. All I have to say is buffalo chicken dip. And, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I'll get ready for this. So one night, I went over to her house, and it was her roommate and her boyfriend. And uh, she said, "Come over and play euchre." And I was like, "I'll come play euchre." Fuck it. Wait. This was who? Wait. What? Betsy invited me over. With who? Her roommate. They said her boyfriend. I was like, no. is this before? And her boyfriend? boyfriend. Oh. Her roommate's boyfriend. I was like, wait, is this before yeah. you were dating nope. Betsy? No, it was her boyfriend, her her roommate's boyfriend. Okay. And her. So it was okay. four of us. We were playing Euchre. Right. Good foursome. And um, <laughs> Ryan, who's Holly's boyfriend, said uh, we should start drinking. Okay. I was like, damn, Bobby. Damn. <laughs> sure. You read my mind. I was like, well, we sure. I guess we could. So we started drinking. And I did. This is during quarantine, and I haven't drank in so long. Yeah, I got hammered, hammered so fast. Yeah, they were trying to give me shots and stuff, and I got hammered. And we just smoked a ton of buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> and Betsy went to bed, and I, we were still. Me and the other two were still drinking. I joined her later, and in the middle of the night, I'd fucking puke. Oh no! Yeah, dude. And it was her like new house, and I wasn't like super like I would normalize with it yet. So you're bumping into shit, it's dark. Well, it's worse, man. I went and puked in her fucking closet. <laughs> no! On the floor! Oh, dude, on her stuff. <laughs> no! I opened the closet door and just let out hell. <laughs> no! I cleansed my soul. <laughs> and I just let, I just released Open the Gucci purse. <laughs> and uh, and Betsy was like, oh. <laughs> she got oh. up and I went back to sleep <laughs> like yeah. an asshole. Like, and, fucking... she, and she cleaned it up. 
Oh, yeah, what I, a fucking I, saint. Yeah, you have to marry her now. I trust me. I was the ass. Worst boyfriend of the year award. Jesus. I ruined me. her sweatshirt, a pair of jeans. No. I ru- and I guess there was this shit everywhere she said. It took her forever to clean it up. And now she can't. Like, everything she thinks of buffalo chicken dip, she just thinks of my Because <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah. Oh, foul. Oh. Yeah, worst boyfriend so of the year So when you award. say she, like, gags? She's just like, that's funny to me as the outside. Just gets the chills. Like, <laughs> yeah, I went right back to bed. And went, ah. and You're a goddamn like, grizzly bear. I was, a, oh, I was an asshole for that one. <laughs> yeah, she's a saint, and I was the worst boyfriend of the year. Oh my god, well, yeah. Betsy, if you're listening, I think we ridiculed him enough today to make up for it because I told you that we slept shirtless and we were comparing nipple sizes at a young age. Unbelievable. <laughs> Do yeah, you, that's did, our inside. Do you joke. know if Betsy listened to your episode? Yeah, she did. Did she like it? Yeah, she did. Really? Because yeah. I feel like it's weird to learn all those weird past things about your significant um, other. And like, well, we talk about a lot of stuff. Like sometimes I'll fucking. I think like you had to pause it and explain it. Yeah, I'll think of something. And be like, oh, Myron and fucking me and Brighton fucking did this, this, and this. And fucking this, this, this. And she was like, "What?" So I have to explain. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> what? But no, yeah, sometimes, like, she'll just hit me out of nowhere that I'll fucking remember. Yeah. And i be like, oh, babe, listen to this. Here's you just feel fu- like it's a funny here's, story. Here's how fucking weird we were in high school. Oh, my God. What's the best one that you've told her? Damn, I think now. Because I've told Abby some very strange stories from um, high school. I told, oh, my God. Like, by now it had come out, but, like, recently something that Levi and Nick told me that they did is that they used to get, you know, the cartons of milk? Yeah. From the cafeteria. Yeah. You know how we would always see them at lunch, like, put shit into it and, like... Shake it up. Yeah. I guess that had a purpose. Oh, shit. They were keeping those, and they would put those in, like, the ceiling of the band room, and one day they just exploded. (laughs) And they told me that on the show. (sighs) They were hilarious. They're fucking funny. 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 That's why I had them come on together. They were funny. Nick Nick Harris is hilarious. Remember, he used to work at... Do you have some on Snapchat? He asked me, he's like, can I have that MP3? And I was like, why? He's like, because I just want to listen to it early. I was like, bitch, you have to wait months like everybody else and be disappointed as shit for the end product. <laughs> Did you have it on Snapchat, though? Yeah. When you worked at Dillard's? Oh, my God. Just the po- pictures of the, the fat pictures shit. pictures of shit. fucking And, like, the period bloods. And I was yeah. like, Jesus, Murphy, you're not censoring anything. He goes, I want you to see what people are yeah, leaving behind for me to funny. clean up. It was gross, but I was just like, Nicky, what? You, you are, are an animal. You are hilarious. You are hilarious. Who, I just, I, what makes somebody funny? Is it the boldness? To, I think it's just the fucking, the way, the way they just interact with others. Just fucking, they're like. What makes pers- you laugh the most? About you? Like, you what, or just just in you general? in general. What gets you to laugh the most? Because I make you laugh a lot, and I know how to make you laugh, but yeah, like, what do you think you laugh at the most? It is the first... I, I like low-key humor. It's this fucking, like, also, like, out-of-nowhere humor, or, like... Left turns. Yeah, and... just fucking wham! Just like, oh, that's that's where we're going with this. Okay, okay. That kind of stuff. I don't know. It's just, like, jokes like that, or just someone's, like, just who they are as a person, the way they talk is just fucking hilarious to me. Like, I met someone in, uh, at a party this past weekend. Yeah, this past weekend. He was fucking one of the basketball boys' his friends. His name was Jimmy. Jimmy. And, dude, he was just fun. Dude, the way he just talked and the way, like, way he interacted with others was Give just Give me a good fucking, impression. I feel like I, I, I can't. It was like, just, like, define him. Like, what do you mean? Like, what is what made him... Dude, what was funny about him? 
bro. I, I, like, I, was he it, high pitched? No, no, he was just fucking funny. Okay. Like, I, he he was the way he made fun of people was funny. He was just like, I, it's somebody you can't explain. You just have to be around him, and you'd be like, "You're fun. You're just funny. Yeah, like, you just got. Like, you're Somebody's just, just got. You're it. just naturally funny. I know. And like, why isn't it weird that like some people just have, have it? it? Yeah. I think I've. And I'm not trying to brag, but like, I feel like I've always had it. Kind of had it. Yeah. And I, and like, I'm not even trying to say it, but like, like we were on the golf courses. Yeah. I had to make people laugh, and like, the lunch table was all, the best. Always like lunch at school. Lunch table is the best, man. Class, and like, why does your son act out? It's like maybe he's trying out material. <laughs> Dude, lunch table was always the funniest. Yeah, I tried, and I would arm wrestle a down yeah. kid. Dude, on Levi and Nick's episode, we talk about Brooks a lot. Um, I tell the harmonica story, and like, <laughs> you fucking. I told him the story about you and the fucking bull charge. Dude, I don't think I've ever laughed. I've seen Cheney laugh so hard in my life. I've never seen him laugh that hard. Cheney laughed. Cheney like, lost his shit. Because, like, he didn't believe us, but when he's like, you guys really mess with Brooksy? I was like, yeah, because that's what he wants to fucking do. He wants to mess with us, so we'll mess with him back. Because, like, that's what makes someone a person, yep. is treating them like an individual. individual. Okay? If you're going to fucking charge me like a bull, I'm going to pretend I have a red cape and get you to fucking charge get Tyler and get fucking laid out, you motherfucker. <laughs> I wasn't trying to lay him out. He's, I didn't even think it would he, work. He jumped and... I still have the videos. Oh my god, it's really sad because she's passed away now. But like, I still have the Ooh. videos that Olivia sent me on Snapchat of Brooks oh. saved in our Snapchat. Yeah, cause she passed away now, yeah, and cool. it's just a Brooks rapping on the bus like, "I give a set man, I give a set man, I give a set man," and I was like, "Brooks, you are my hero. You are what I'm living to be." Always on, 24-7. <laughs> he's always on. I've never not seen him on. Like, yeah. Brooks is always, like, he's always got something. Yeah. He's always got something. He's always he's always getting into something. What are you getting into, Brooks? And I, I would literally ask him. He'd be like, no. And I'm like, where the fuck are you going? And he goes, whoa. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, tell me. Tell me. Show me. I'll show come with. Now I'm part of this. No, now I've joined your crew. The no. wizard. I want to go. <laughs> um, so... Because you're a big sporty, jockey, meaty, Me, yeah, manly, yeah. buff. <laughs> Sorry, I was about to come there. Uh, <laughs> because you're this macho-y kind of guy, do you think you would indulge in nerd culture if offered? What do you mean by nerd culture? Like, if I was like, hey, I think you're really swole and you would play a really good this in a Comic-Con, so let's do your makeup. In a Comic-Con? Home. Yeah, and then I'll be this mm. guy and we'll go together. Do you think you would do something like that? Probably. If you had the free time and money? Probably. Okay. Do you think you would play D&D if prompted? See, I just don't understand D&D. I think it's my problem. It's hard, but if you get someone who knows it and kind of, like, makes their own rules and, like, kind of just knows their own agenda, yeah. it can be a lot of fun because, like, it's all just about your bad imagination. Like, and when I say, like, do it right, like, if I if I make it in comedy, you can bet one night a month I'm going to have a and d night where I fly people out. Isn't that really, like, fuck, it's, like, but seven like, that's hours? that's where we're going like to sit. Fucking... Yeah, we're going to, like, six hours, we're going to sit around a table all in costume, and I'm going to be the fucking DM, and they're all in costume, and, like, you're, I mean, literally, like, you'd be a barbarian, so you'd have, like, a fucking, like, fur pants and, like, a sword on your back and, like, a strap across your chest and, like, like skull and teeth on necklaces around your fucking arms and, yeah. like... Viking helmet and like people would dress up and like they'll fucking like, I'm Slagavor and like I would play Dungeons and Drunks where if you break character Dungeons. you have to drink. Wow. Yeah. So it's like Tyler. It's like up 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 up. That's a shot. 
Damn. Who is this Tyler? I am Slagathor, manly man of Cockenville, ball in time, Cock. and all things coming. Cockenville. Yeah. See, I just, I don't know. I think that's just like a, like, that's a commitment. It is. Yeah, that's a big time. But, like, it gives you a chance to play these bubbles in a funny way that you can attack people. Like, I've played gay characters. Mm. I've played female characters. In D&D. Yeah, it's funny as fuck, because you Mm. get to play, it's like, I am Beatrice, and I will guzzle a cock to make a mead's worth of milk in my bosom. See, I don't what? Think, I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> I don't think that's me. Like you don't have to do the voices, but it's so much funnier if you play the role. And like if you if you allow yourself to be in this vulnerable place of like, oh, dress up, play pretend yeah. as an adult, get fucked up. It's funnier if you get fucked up, and we always get fucked up, and it's way funnier that way. Yeah. Because like, I'm not gonna lie, when we did a D and D in high school, I made the end villain Brooks. Damn. Then, it was just Brooks backwards. Or no, it was, uh, it was um, Josh. The Scroob? Yeah, Scorb. Scorb. <laughs> the villain Scorb. That's, like, that's so, crazy. That's and then it ended so up being Brooks. Up. And it was dangerous. That's so fucked up. But like, isn't that funny? Yeah, no, it's funny. It's a chance for you to build these worlds and do these yeah. funny inside jokes. I don't know if like, D&D's really just for me, though. Like, I don't know. That's a commitment. It is. It's a commitment for yeah. a day. Yeah. For sure. But like... If you have someone that sits down, and like a good DM will type up like a short rule set What's a and just DM? give it to you. A DM is like dungeon master who like hey. is the narrator of the story and okay. like says the this is the situation. He explains it and like it's honestly like the show where you just sit there and talk and you're like, you approach a town and you see a villager. What do you say to him? And like, it's like who Fuck wants off, and like you all as a party decide who talks first. So if someone like jumps out, you'd be like, well, I want to talk, and then you have to roll for it. Or if somebody just wants to do it, they can do it, and then if they or a dick, then the DM's like, hmm, I think he's gonna say fuck you, asshole, and fire an arrow because you were a kike to him. Hard <laughs> K-I-K-E. Listen, I started saying it a little more because my Jewish guest told me it's just a funny word. And if there's someone deep into the Jewish culture, I literally called him on Passover. You called him a kike? No, I called oh, him on Passover. Damn. Jesus. Well, yeah, during the show. But, like, he explained where the word came from. He's like, it came from kikel. And I was like, what's a kikel? And he's like, it's a fucking, like word derived from something in Germany and I was like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what that means if my dick hurts but think about it uh, <laughs> I love my Instagram notifications now cause like I don't even remember subscribing to that but just it, I'm glad I know Questlove has a live video on Instagram right now yeah <laughs> Questlove the fucking black drummer who has the fucking afro and like he's a little fatter and has the black rim glasses I one day want to meet all these people and like express my love for like african-american culture and just yeah. like understand get them to understand i'm coming from a place of like i have older brothers from all over the world and they've shown me cool things yeah. and i like a lot of stuff have you ever seen the show atlanta on hulu a little bit but not you, all of it you should it's funny is it does it follow through it seemed good at first but yeah, i just didn't it's the time. funny it's funny damn you'd like it see i just i'm, I'm worried about watching stuff that's not funny but now that you're telling me it's funny i'm not it was it. pretty good i've enjoyed it okay did you finish it we're all on season two right now. How many seasons? There's still only two. Damn. It's short. Yeah, they're like 30 minute episodes. That's still a lot. Yeah. Um, I watched all the Avatar on Netflix. All the Avatar. Oh my god. Somebody, literally our last guest was like, dude, I'm in a black nerd page because he's a kid in a black wheelchair. Yeah. And he was like, um, this one guy was like, I fucking hate The Last Airbender. People are hyping it up and it was terrible animation. And I was like, Fuck you, man. Yeah, I thought that was fucking amazing. I was like, fuck you, man. It's amazing. If you thought that was amazing, dude, 
I, I don't know what it's on, but I want to watch the next one. Have you seen the next one? The Legend of Korra? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I've Have seen you? It. I've seen a little I bit of seen it. it I've seen a little bit. And it bit. goes into like the first. They're old. Well, like, they're it, old. Like, it, yeah, like some of them have survived and like, um, you find out who the first Bender yeah, was dude. and like the Zoo, origins of it and like Zuko's it, super old. and it's officially ended. Yeah. And now the third one's about to happen. Yeah. And it's going to be a Earthbender. <gasps> well, because you got to think it's the Airbender because there's it's a cycle. If anything, they should just keep going forever. So it's the Airbender, the Waterbender. Then it was now the Earthbender because they had a Firebender before Aang, yeah. and after the Earthbender, it'd be another Firebender, then an Airbender. Wow. Isn't that funny as fuck? Like, wh- what is so good about it? Is it the fact that it talks about war in a kid's show? Bro, just, it, I don't know, it's just good. It just, it's, it's the fact that it talks about, like, one singular individual finding harmony and balance between material and spirit world and bridging the gaps between mankind for the elements and helping fucking solve the world's problems and God damn it, he flew on a fucking fine bison. What more do I need to tell you? Appa. Appa. Like, I love Appa. Baby Appa was fucking hilarious to see. I forgot about that. Yep. When I saw him, I was like, oh my God, baby Appa. Dude, that, like, that show's awesome. And, like, Toph is arguably one of the best earthbenders ever, ever in the show because she's the first creator of metal bending, yep. which is a thing. And then, like, oh my God, like, she just goes on to, like, like the fact that she's blind yep. and, like, what an interesting character. Feels things with feet or movements and stuff. And they joke about it a lot. Yeah. That she's blind and make and they I mean like you have to. Yeah. I literally said I was like, dude, do you get upset when people make wheelchair jokes? He goes, no, if they're funny, they'll fucking laugh. Why? Because they're fucking funny. It's good to laugh about stuff. Yeah, like, it is. oh, like if you can't laugh about something like, like a disability or something, like how are you gonna get through it? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like again, Trevor talked about that yep. when he was on the show and like. He called it his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle hand, and, like, I thought that was funny as shit. Like, oh, God. Because, <laughs> like, that is an interesting thought to think of someone's yeah, hand never with thought the, of it like the that. fucking fingers, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep, I know what you mean. And then we had Ross. Remember Ross from fucking Track, who had the nub hand? Yeah. Yeah, and he was a thrower and a runner. Yeah. And I was like, have you ever, you know, nubbed, you a, you brought him on the show? nubbed a girl? No, but I'm going oh. to see if you would want to talk about, like, having one hand. Like, you ever nubbed a girl? You ever nub a girl? You ever suggest giving her the nubbing? Because I literally told that to that dude. I was like, dude, I could never, no matter how much I want to imagine my dick is super huge, which I don't think I'm packing nothing. Like, I think, I'm, I think I've got something down there. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a gun in those pants, is what I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. But, like, no matter how big anybody cocked, Anybody cock is. Anybody's cock is. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody cock is. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how big anybody's big old schlonger yeah. may be, it's not as big as a fucking arm. Yeah, so, like, God, you're going to destroy that girl. Or you're going to give her... She's going to make her squirt. One of those things are going to happen. So, like... I don't know. I don't get the point of this bit. Why'd you start it? You started. <laughs> He's like, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm just rolling with the punches. <laughs> okay, well, listen, we'll start. The, we'll stop this because we hit the first mark. Um, this has been the Disappointing Radio Show. I hope you've been having fun so far. Isn't yeah, it just yeah, like a roller coaster? Yeah, it's just a roller coaster shit. <laughs> this has been in chair one. Tyler.
and we will be back in a moment. Yeet. This next song, ladies and gentlemen, I dedicate to Tyler because I think me and him secretly worry about the same thing. While we love our families and we love people who live in Ohio and our little rinky-dink town, I think we, honest to God, fear living and dying and reproducing soulfully in that little fucking town. Me and Tyler have big dreams. He wants to change the world in sports. I want to change the world in comedy. And maybe through both of us knowing each other, maybe we'll both end up talking shit on Sports Center. And I don't even know a goddamn thing about football. Um, as I say that, this song is called 15 Years in a 10-Year Town. Um, I just feel like this is how me and Tyler feel sometimes. And if it's just me, Tyler, don't let me rope you into this. But I just feel like sometimes it's really easy to get stuck in our kind of hometown, especially our hometown. So this song is dedicated to me, you, and everybody else from El Dorado, you know, New Paris, uh, fucking Eaton, uh, Tri-Village, wherever you want to fucking say, Arcanum. Um, it doesn't matter because it's very easy to get stuck in those kinds of towns. So hopefully this song teaches you what I learned, which is don't get fucking stuck. So, you know, by Ward, I think it's by Ward Davis. Yeah, 15 years in a 10-year town. Tyler, the song is for you. If you don't like it, eh, just suck a dick. I'm running out of places to hide. I'm running out of money to buy. Smoking jack and coke to fix my nerves. Fifteen years in a 
ten-year town harmonica and guitar at the end um this next song i probably have played on tyler's episode before probably somebody else's but i'm very fucking lazy and i don't feel like going back plus i still have a joke to make out of it anyways tyler hates when i make this bit and to a lesser degree nick feels a little sassy when i say it but they still love me so they let me make the joke hey everybody at home do you understand what the bible stands for well, apparently to the Wu-Tang Clan, that stands for Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. So why not play Bible off Liquid Swords for you now? I believe it's a RZA album. If I'm wrong, eh, eh, fuck you. Um, even if you don't believe in the Bible, I do kind of understand why it's around. And somebody a long time ago tried to make sure people didn't fucking murder and rape each other every day. And if believing in something that you may or may not know is true or not... Well, it might stop you from doing all this terrible thing. So I get I get the positivity that book comes from. But I also understand that some people have to recognize it has brought some negativity into the world. Either way, Bible may or may not stand for basic instructions before leaving Earth. And I will leave you with that thought as we play the song now. Please enjoy. Hallelujah. When he hollered 
hallelujah, that's how the devil fooled you. See, look into my eyes, brethren, that's the lies of a reverend. Why should you die to go to heaven? The earth is already in space, the Bible I embrace. A difficult task I had to take, I studied till my eyes were swollen. And only a rose went, I found out that we were the chosen. I deal with the truth, and build with the youth. And teach my son as he kneels on the stoop. Son, life is a pool of sin, corrupted with foolish men. And women with wicked minds, who build picking signs. Through legal lies abortion, the evil eye distortion. I quit son with my wisdom, before I converted, I was perverted. And knowledge was asserted, the study of wisdom, I preferred it. The understanding, it gave me mental freedom. I even learned Caucasian, were really the tribe of Edom. The white image of Christ is really Caesar Borgia. Was shown. That's how the devils trick my dome. I prophesied to save a man, but no one gave a damn from my nation. The seed of Abraham, blessed with the tongue of Hebrew. Now we strong on needles, and some are plunging evil. So study and be wise in these days of darkness. Peace to my nephew Marcus. The basic instructions before we leave the earth. Life is a test, make me question the universe. And through my research, I felt the joy and I heard the first should be last and the last show first. You have crossed the line with me. I've had guys throw barbecues at me. They've broke the windows out of my car. They've cursed and sworn at me. But the bottom line is I ain't shook. Cause if the right hook comes out, crazy mother motherfuckers like you get knocked out. Don't be looking me in the eyes, boy. I ain't got no candy for you. No candy except for the right hook. Let's get back to the show before one of you at home catch one of these crazy right hooks. You crazy mother motherfuckers. back i just jump in <laughs> yeah. how else are you supposed to fucking continue this kind of shit show it's like coming back to a dumpster fire it's still <laughs> on fire it's just the smell is now in the air you're like oh shit we still gotta deal with this <laughs> so i asked your mom did she think the divorce affected her children and she said she doesn't think so wow I know, right? Later, fucking, I jump right into it. Holy <laughs> fuck. I asked your mom, I was like, I don't think the divorce affected Tyler. Potentially it affected Cole at a young age, but I think now it's through it. But yeah. now, let me ask you, do you think it affected you at all? Um, We were just so young, but yeah. we weren't young at the same time. I think it, 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 it really... Like, when it, when it came down to, you know, the, my family, pretty much, like, mom and dad split. Yeah. It came down to who do, did I want to spend more time with, unfortunately. That's a hard question. Yeah, it is. And it's just like, well, I mean, that's hard because, you know, mom is, like, there. She helps with homework and stuff. But, like, so I spent a lot more time with mom than I did my dad. But I think yeah. me and my dad still have a great relationship and stuff. But, no, yeah. it was kind of, like, it was just kind of hard. It, it, it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. I don't think, like, I'm fine from it and everything. I think Cole... Because I asked her, I was, was like, okay was there ever the, any of the, like, the, it's my fault? And she goes, not from Tyler, but definitely from Cole. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, I understand when kids feel like that. But, like, as we discussed in her episode, like, you know, 
they're not, <laughs> this was where we started laughing because I was like, when the parents are telling the kids that they're getting divorced, it's not a suggestion. Yeah, no, it's just, It's the decision. It's what's happening. Yeah, it's what's happening. So, like, really, they're just telling you guys because you're the most important and you get to know first. Yeah. So that should be the honor, I guess. Yeah, it was just, like, kind of hard taking it first. You're kind of like, wait, why? No. Yeah. But, I mean, they're both better off now. I mean, they're both remarried and they're happier than they've ever been. So. Yeah, she says she likes Brian. Yeah, she loves Brian. Brian's awesome. We talked so much about I asked her, I was like, where'd you meet Brian? And, like, yeah. all the, the core of him and, like, yep. All that kind of shit. Yeah, Brian's a good dude. Now, do you feel pretty close with Brian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. Brian's a good dude. Would you say you'd feel comfortable, like, going on a trip with just you and him? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Have you done anything like that? Like, have you had, like, a well, moment of clarity with each other? No, I mean, not like, like that, but, I mean, we, uh... Him and his so, family. To a degree, something. Yeah, him and his family have like a McPherson weekend. Yeah. Which is his last name, McPherson. They have like a like his family has like a weekend where they do like fantasy football. They do a lot of like games and stuff. And like we've gone to that before and like bond with his family and it's been really cool. Okay. Like that whole family's cool. Because he's very sporty. Yeah. So I assumed you and him would click extremely yeah. well. Well, he played college football. I just remember your mom was talking about like, and I remember this like the whole like. Michigan or Ohio thing. Yeah, wasn't that crazy? Didn't know you if you were going to stay or go. Yeah. Right? And I remember telling you, listen, I hope you stay, but if you go, I understand, but at the same time, I'm worried you're going to end up like Glenn. Yeah. Someone we love, but we don't get to talk to. Like, he, he talked about coming and doing the show. Like, in person. Dude, I miss Glenn. If, if Glenn came into the show, I'd probably have you on. Like, yeah, that'd be him. awesome. Would you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> See, he's... He, I wish we get the whole group together. I don't think they'd do it. Yeah. I don't think they want to do it. And I, I guess I don't really care if they want to do it or not because, like, at the end of the day, you're here. Yeah. And that's enough. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to say you're not enough. You know what I mean? Plus, yeah. like, I have my own little crew now. Voltron. That's true. Voltron. We assemble, we assemble to make a Voltron com- 2.0. comedy masterpiece. Because <laughs> um, I also told all of my, like, Voltron members that, like, yeah, it says Beppis. Beppis. You're, I was you're so not confused. having a stroke. I you're was like, so confused. Yeah, my background is says Beppis in the Pepsi logo, and you're not having a stroke. It, it is spelled wrong. It's a very Pepsi. big meme because I guess like somewhere in in the underground community said like Pepsi, like Pepsi, and then at some point someone was like Beppis because they had that guy from uh, Breakfast. Breakfast. Yep. Yeah. So someone made that into a fucking background with a spinning logo, and I was like, Pretty that's funny. that's a download for sure. Um, I don't know, like, when I think, like, and not to be crude, but, like, for some reason I kind of thought my parents were going to get divorced at some point. Yeah, just because, like, I don't know, they fought a lot. (laughs) 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 In front of me and McKenna, like, didn't even hide it. So we were, like, kind of feeling like this is going to be a divorce at some point. And your mom was, like, I don't know, like, a lot of people don't get divorced because people talk. Yeah. And that's a reason they don't get divorced. And I'm like, well, that's a terrible reason yeah. to get divorced. And, it's like, and then some people don't get divorced for kids. And, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that, like, again, it's something you can joke about. Yeah. You can get through. You can laugh your way through. And, yeah, it's hard, but you'll understand. And everything yeah. else in between. And, like, I don't know. I just, I don't really see something, like, yes, you should get married right the first time, if possible. Cool. Yeah. But it's fine to make mistakes. Abby was engaged before we met. And, like, okay, if she would have followed through and... Married that fucker David, like we would have never fucking yeah, what a fucking asshole name. <laughs> fucking David, fucking stuff slaw and jaw and suck a cock. <laughs> fucking redneck bumpkin if you're listening to this. He's the only person I guess I don't like besides Mickey Utley. 
That ginger haired I forgot about Cracked me on the side of the head He knocked your ass out Yeah I know Dylan brought it up a lot on his show (laughs) I forgot that happened Yeah I know You were mad at us You thought we told you Dylan didn't Well I don't know Somebody said something I think I was concussed. I don't know what the fuck. You were pissed at me, Weston. I think. I you think told I had you said that you thought we had told him to punch you. We were like, what? Someone had said something like that to me, and I was like, what? But then I was like, I'll just ask him. I don't think so. I'll be pissed until I know. Yeah, that was crazy. We were, that's how feelings we, were. We looked at Weston. I looked at Weston. I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> See, like, and, and that's the thing. Like, there's so much to those individuals that I think we could talk about. Like, Weston. How many Jewish jokes did we make in high school because he had a big ass nose? nose Well, that sounds so racist and terrible from the outside. Like, it's what we used to grow up saying. And, like, Mm -hmm. we used to say that Peyton was the worst Harrison. Okay. We still say that. I should make a show called The Disappointments. You're the disappointing Harrison of your crew, Peyton. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding, Peyton. I'm sure you're doing fine. (laughs) I'm sure your younger sister, Maddie, is not killing it as always. That's the best Harrison. <laughs> yeah, the best Harrison. And then there's Cameron, the almost best Harrison. Yep. And then there's Mike, the guy who flipped me over Deodor's knee. Funniest thing I've ever seen. Fuck that. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just, like, I feel like there's a lot to those people. And, like, I feel like they could make a lot of people laugh if they just took my hand and let themselves go for, like, an hour and just yeah. trusted me to get them through the other side of this weird ball we call a show of, I don't know, regrets and... <laughs> things that we talk about that we're like oh god (laughs) um but I'm not really sure like I don't know where it comes from like maybe it's a place of like job security yeah maybe it's a place of insecurity maybe it's a place of jealousy or maybe it's a place of just like time whatever it is if you're listening I hope you at some point want to come on the show because you end up at least listening to Tyler's and you might be like well I might get a laugh out of this or it might make you think and that's the point of the show too is to push Mm -hmm. envelopes and get people to think because, like, I don't think enough people are willingness to joke about, like, every, like you know, anything. Like religion, yeah. sexuality, like, anything. And I think if you can joke about it, it's just, like, like you said, like, like I've always shown you in middle school and, like, as we were kids, like, if you can joke about something, you can get through it. Like, yeah. it's yeah. fine. And, like, God, I, uh, Jesus Christ, someone got shot outside of our goddamn hotel room as children in, in Nashville. Nashville. We were awesome. laughing right the fuck by it. Yeah. Like, ha, ha, we're in moral danger! Or were we 16? And then your mom was talking about that. She was like, Jesus Christ, would you have to tell that? I was just like, ha you're here, so you must be fine. <laughs> and like, I don't know. That was fucking awful. I feel like we put our parents through the ringer. But I feel like they they put, put us through the ringer. But I think they put us through the ringer, so why can't we put them back they through They put us through the ringer. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I don't know. And like, so, still no ink, I see. See, I, I actually, the other day, you'd be so proud of me. I was actually looking at tattoos. What? Look at what? Christian tattoos. Okay. But, dude, I'm just too scared of needles. It hurts a little bit. I hate needles. It's, okay, if it makes you feel better, it's kind of like a hurt vibrate. Mm. And it's kind of like somebody has that one of those arm massagers where they're like, zzz, on your back. But as if it just hurts a little bit. But, like, it's a lot of, like, off and on. And like it's not too bad, depending. Like, where do you want it? I don't know. Dude, I, that depend, that see, I just like maybe my maybe my chest, or yeah. my right. arm. Right. I don't know. What would is it just across or like? I don't know. Not I, again, shitty, I just. But I'm gonna tell it. you to get something else on the yeah. Just because I'm, I'm tired of everybody getting their first tattoos across. If you want a cross tattoo, that's fine. But just get your first one of something else. 
if I'm allowed to put any input in. Yeah, but I just, like, well, if I didn't get across, what would I get? Not getting the football. Honestly, you know what? I could see you with a nice tattoo of across your chest. What? Cr- across my whole chest? No, just across, just like... just, like, one peck? I would say probably... You always, like, slapped this peck whenever I'd see you, like... Oh, you like, Yeah, hyped, like, so I would say this peck, I would see, like, a lion. You see, what's crazy is the tattoo I saw, it was, like, a big cross with a lion in it because it's the Lion of Judah. Okay. It was a lion looking through the cross. It was it was sick. Okay. It was sick. That's a little different. It was sweet. I just don't like the fucking <laughs> just crosses. No, that's like, it was it was a like a th- it was like a three D cross. You could see through it. It was a lion looking right through with blue eyes. It was sweet. And would it all be in black and white but the eyes? Or blue. That would be kind of. It was sweet. It was that would sweet. be nice on the chest. And then that's where you would hit. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool because it's a, be nice. the lion of Judah. Yeah, it was cool. That's a lot of tattoo work, and that's a lot of me yeah. that I'm not ready See, for. I don't know how bad chests are. See, my back was way worse than my arm. Really? My arm, I only had, like, these two fingers go numb and a little bit of my third. But, like, honestly, like, I had it, like, on the thing. He's fucking doing it, and, like, I was fine for most of it. I was actually, this was the first one I really didn't talk, but this one, I was talking through it a lot. Like, he was asking me really? a bunch of questions, and I was just, like, honestly, I practice it, like, stand-up. Like, if I can tell jokes yeah. while getting a tattoo, I can do any stage yeah so now when i look at it i'm like i told him a bunch of jokes about getting fingered as a guy i just don't know he said i just don't know but you do want it i i'm not opposed to it okay i'm definitely not i'm just too scared does betsy have any tattoos yeah she's two. Oh, does she what does she have she has one like right here okay on her upper chest and like one on her side they're real small what's the upper chest one one's like a sun one's like a palm tree Okay, Abby has two on her shoulders. One is a mermaid on a little beach, and the other one is a sunset, and if you turn it sideways, it's a cherry, yep. which I think is funny. Um, I just, like, there's a lot more. I mean, I want a lot more, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I want my kids' names. I heard when you get one, you get two on a time. Because once you get through it, you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought. And I, I also have to love it. Like, I, I You have really to have to be set. Love and love it. Yeah, and, I, and, dude, to get my first one, I was like, Honest to God, what's one of the most important things to me that is very unique to me that I'll remember forever? My relationships with my older brothers, especially my older relationship with Dee Dee. Yeah. So, like, I talk to them all the time, and, like, it's just the fact that, like, it always felt like something I've carried across my back, like, be this white kid that can be the, the bridge that divides everyone yeah. about race and show them I grew up in a house of every color, and it's totally fine and fun and bullshit like that. So, like, yeah. I don't know, like felt like my back was a good place for it, plus for a lot of other reasons, but then, like, I was deciding... I was going to originally put the, the Jolly Roger on the inside of my arm. Oh, okay. But then when I was really looking back, because like, it's a one-piece tattoo, I was looking at a lot of the pirates, and Ace, the big character of the show, Luffy's little brother, his tattoo's on his left arm that goes down, so I was like, man, it just feels like the left arm mm. on the side would be a good fucking spot for it. Yep. Plus, like, I like when it barely shows, because then it just says comedian, and I yeah. think that's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the mics are bones, and like I think it would be my flag. Because like, oh my god, the skull itself is called Soul King. Like that's just a fucking hilarious <laughs> little name. You know what I mean? And like growing up on such weird like ideologies of what is okay and what is not okay to joke about. Because again, I came from a house of like every color, yeah. every kind of ethnicity, every kind of like ability to speak every language. I've heard mm-hmm. German. I've heard Italian. I've heard Donald. French. I've heard, oh my god, don't even get me started on Donald. I thought he would come on the show. I reached out, but he's so busy. 
Where is he at? Is he in he Australia? He was in China. China. And then I think he's in Australia. I thought he was in Australia. Because he, I know he got married he in did. Australia. Good for him. To his model girlfriend. Don't surprise me. Yeah, right? And I remember out loud, Matt Latos at the time, when we were talking to Matt, he was like, yeah, I know, that whole epilogue of fucking adventure. I mean, I, I don't even know if I can talk about most of that on the fucking show. You know what I mean? Like, I love Matt. I think I still always will love Matt, even yeah. though some of the decisions I don't know were smart. But I love Dallas too. Like I love them both because again, they both invited us into their homes. Yep. They both treated me like an adult. They were both nice to me. So like, I guess I don't really have resentment for either. But again, I don't talk to either. Yeah. Like as at least not recent, but I still see pictures and bullshit like that. And like, I don't know. Like the way it was just always funny the way he told Lutz, like Lutz, you are way too ugly for her. Like, that's so funny, because I've heard the same thing about me and Abby. Really? so too ugly for her. Like, what do you mean? And they're like, you're just, you look homeless. That's what they tell with me and Betsy. They look at you, you go, What do you mean? You're a fucking buff hunk. That's what they told me. That's what, like, people back at the school told me that. Peyton even told me that. That you're too ugly for her? No, they're just like, yeah, she's out of your league. Like... Shut the fuck up, Harrison. (laughs) I don't see you pulling in anything other than a cousin. (laughs) I'm kidding. He said, <laughs> No, I love Peyton. You know who I, I love? Joseph on the show, too. There's a lot of people I'd like to come on, but it's just like... Speaking of Joe. Speaking of Joe. Why do you say that? So I was driving home, what, yesterday? Two days ago? <laughs> okay. I'm driving home. Fuck, yesterday. And I'm coming up on down 40. Okay. Like, Joe's house is in the distance. So you know it's coming up. Yeah, and I see someone fucking sprint across the road. Grab the mail and sprint, sprint back. back. No and I'm laughing because I'm like, which it's, one is it? Yeah, is it Mark or Joe? Which one is it? Like, I know it's one of them. I'm going by. It's Mark, man. Fucking ripping through the mail. Well, he's so excited about it. I, but I mean, just <laughs> fucking wind sprint across. Check, check. Wind sprint Check, back. check. I'm glad Not, he the road. Doesn't stop running until he's to the garage. Amazing. That's how, dude, every, I mean, I rode the bus with them. Every time they would get off the bus, they would full sprint to the house and they would race and they would see who could get in the house first most of the time Joe would win but when Mark would win oh my god sometimes Joe would like pull him and fucking throw no. him oh my god and like Jesus Christ that duo that is a perfect example of living with Asperger's and having such a dynamic in the community that everybody loves you everybody knows you Yeah. but at the same time god damn it you make us laugh a little bit just cause you're funny you're a funny individual like Joe's funny He always knew what he was doing. Wow. So, like, when he fucking made fun of me in the bathroom at DC, there's some push ups. Fuck you. How about that? That was fucking. Do some sit ups. How about you fucking learn to get a goddamn driver's license? I was honestly offended, so I didn't really have any rebuttal. (laughs) And then, like, I remember recently Peyton had told me a story. Not recently, but Harrison. You know what, Harrison? If you ever wanted to fucking dispute this story, why don't you come on the goddamn show? Because I'm going to tell it anyways. Um, about him driving him home? Yeah, oh. driving Joseph home. He fucking... The mom, I guess, somebody outreached to Dory and was like, you need to take Joe from UC because they go to the same college to back, back home. home. And it's kind of a drive. He's like, God damn it. I don't want to drive with fucking Joe in the car because what if he's judging me the whole time? So the whole time, like, he's driving slow. He's trying to, like, be nice. He's listening to, like, a little bit of music. And then I guess when Joe dropped him, like, when he dropped Joe off, Joe told his mom... That Peyton drives really recklessly and to really loud music and texts and drive. And Dory's like, what the fuck, Peyton? He goes, I didn't do any of that. 
Oh man, Joe's fucking funny. Did you, what did you ever hear the story about him seeing Peyton at lunch at UC? Oh, maybe, but you probably know it better than Yeah, I so I guess Peyton was with his new friends at UC and they were sitting on the lunch table and Joe just fucking does his thing. Oh, hi Peyton. And just fucking Hello, slams Peyton. his tray. <laughs> oh my and god. And just is like, is this seat taken? There's like no seat. He's like, no yeah, room. Joe, you can pull pull up a chair and he pull he, they, they make room for him, pulls up a chair and goes, guys, this is Joe, we're at the high school together. And then Joe had the audacity to tell people that he had no friends. <laughs> he, I have no friends. He, no, Joe told people about Peyton oh! that Peyton had no friends. He's like, yeah, Peyton's not very social, he doesn't have any friends. <laughs> like a, <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> he, he's fucking funny. God damn it, Joseph. Joe, come on the show. Jeremy Listen to it. Outreach to me. Be like, I would like to be on the show. And I will have you over, and we will do some funny things in the off time, and then you will come on here, and you will fucking laugh and come and do everything. <laughs> I don't want to see you come, Whoa. Joe. Let's redact that part. Have you ever seen the old like zombie video game movies in the bowling alley? Uh, are you talking about... Where you shoot the guns and kill yes, zombies? Yes, yes, yes. Dude, yeah, that's fucking that. Oh, yeah, so that's what that is. Yeah, it has to be. It's Guitar Hero, that just looks and like it's the Johnny up. Cash DLC. We're referring to my background, everyone at home that cannot see what the fuck we're pointing at. And this one is the Guitar Hero DLC where you can play as Johnny Cash and do Ring of Fire and um, a few others. And it was, and that actually, they had those like at the bowling alleys where you could play them. Yeah, well, but that they had looks the shooters. like a zombie it is, the, it is the same animation it style. It looks just like, when I pulled it, I was like, Damn, Isn't it nice? It's a weird flashbacks, I don't like it. <laughs> he said, Dude, I don't like it. <laughs> I have a lot of backgrounds. I think I have like 300 that cycle. Yeah, but say, I haven't seen the same, I haven't seen the same one. Well, yet. I like that because it gives me a chance to like, if I was dead, this would still be installed on the PC as soon as it launches. So it would show you things that I like, you yeah. know, that kind of like purpley background of yep. a night drive or maybe a solar system with a planet or a realistic looking adventure time because that's funny. You know what I mean? Like there's there's always, yeah, I fucking love adventure time and like it made me sad when they canceled it. Canceled it, yeah. Do you, I, you're going to love my answer. Do you have a show that you recently were watching that you were like, ooh, like this got canceled a long time ago and they put this on. I know we were talking about the last airbender, but the one I'm referencing is I recently watched through the the marvelous misadventures of Flapjack. And that made damn. me laugh so goddamn. I mean, that's you don't even understand how I much missed that you show. need to rewatch it because a lot of the jokes I Are just got. Damn. Like they're walking through the market and there's this like a seafood market and it's like Clam, or he's like, Flapjack, I don't know if you want to get anything here. And it's like, Clam's for sale. It's like, why, Captain? Everything looks clean. It's like, it always does. And then the guy's like, crabs! I've got crabs here! And it's like, that's a yeah. little borderline. That's fucking funny. The last episode is them looking like they're realistic, and they get on Bubby, and they just sail off. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because hmm. they got canceled. So they had to write themselves off. Oh. Hmm. And they were like, we'll just find another port. And they just, yeah, isn't that sad as That's shit? Kind of sad. There was like one bitch responsible at Cartoon Network who canceled like all those shows, like Ed and Eddie and everything. And like, Ed my and thing Eddie is, was how funny. dare you fucking cancel something that brought so many people so much joy just because of your comfortabilities? Like, that's why I don't think one person should get a fucking say over like that much oversee yeah. into a network, especially like. To dip many different shows. Like, I think if they ever want to pull Spongebob off the air, there needs to be, like, a seven-house mode. You see, they're trying, to, they're trying to say Spongebob was gay. I think he is gay. 
Well, that's, that's what Nickelodeon said. But started. honestly, that makes sense to me. Because then maybe he just has a little crush on Patrick. Well, maybe. Or maybe Squidward. Maybe. But even so, like, even if he is, like, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, me either. Because, like, if you said he was gay, I would look back and watch all the shows and be like, yeah, this makes sense. And I'm, I have no issue. Why? Because he never did anything that was ridiculous. Mm-mm. If you ever saw his ass, it was funny. So, like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. He didn't even have a dick. He's just absorbing all that cum under the ocean. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, SpongeBob, no. That would be the next gay porn if that fucking That's little fucked, fucker though. came out of the closet officially. It's like, guys, I want to make it clear SpongeBob is gay. They'd be like, oh, okay. And the next day I would see an orgy of, like, a bunch of cum dudes just fucking dumping on him. And he's like, I'm super absorbent. And he fucking fills up. Listen, this is a Spongebob porn bit. I don't know I'm ready. (laughs) My ass is ready. My ass is ready. that's so (laughs) Spread those cheeks, boy. Me boyo. No. Um, Sometimes I watch porn with narrative just like it's a show. So, like, the other day I was Like anime porn? No, just any porn sometimes. It has a good story. So I remember I was just sitting here and I was like, I don't know what to watch. I don't want to... Like, there's a couple shows that I wanted to watch, but, like... I can't watch without Abby, so she was coming home, so I'm like, what should I watch? And I was like, well, sometimes swinger porn lasts like an hour and a half and has a narrative, and they're in a mansion, and they're always talking about swinger stuff, so I was like, that'll be funny. So I was watching the thing, and it was like a whole show, it was like, um, it literally came on like the fucking House Hunters thing, where it was like, shh, shh. On this week's episode, Melissa and Jim have a budget of $4,000. He raises iguanas and she makes $4. million sucking guys off behind a bowling alley. Whoa. <laughs> Tune in this week to find out the house of their dreams. It was kind of like that, but instead of houses, they were like finding fucking people to fuck. You know what I mean? So like, huh. yeah, and it was, a, it was a whole thing and they were all playing these games. It was just really fucking funny and I was laughing the whole time. And I was like, what are you watching? And I was like, porn. And she's like, what? And sure enough, like, as soon, like, they were playing cornhole, and as soon as someone started making one, like, they started taking the clothes off. She goes, oh, this is porn. <laughs> I was like, no, this ain't cable access. This is porno. And then they started fucking, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just think there's, I think there's a lot of funny stuff in the world. Yeah. For, like, and there's a lot of serious stuff that's funny. And, like, I don't have a great example other than every time I'm watching cable, at night, and I accidentally flipped to the fucking religious channel with that old white dude, and he's just sitting at that desk, and he's like, Mary and Joseph, and I'm like, oh god, who's that? Ah! I just fucking freak out, and I know it's not funny, because he's trying very, very ser- serious, all oh, fucking serious, man, but like, I just can't, like, yeah. I just, I just, I don't know of anything that, like, is super serious. Like, obviously there's things, like, the Holocaust, but yeah. again, like, I've heard some damn good Holocaust jokes. That's so fucked. <laughs> I've heard some good 9-11 bits, too. Why? Because it's comedy. We build these bubbles of weird. We say ridiculous things. And we do ridiculous things in these bubbles. Yep. And then you all laugh, because that's what we're trying to do, make you laugh. And, like, that's why I don't understand, like... I don't understand how these certain dudes, like, make it into comedy that, like, either aren't funny or, like... It feels like there's other motives. Motives, yeah. Yeah, like, to get famous or just, like, do this. And I'm like... That does the right reason. I guess it just irks me because, like, I just want to—I just want to make people laugh. And yeah. like, if someone could just be like, "You're gonna get paid with like a year's worth of groceries and gas," and be like, "Okay, fuck yeah," I would just do that, and I would do—I would tour for that. That yep. way, Abby could just do whatever she wants, yep. and we wouldn't have to worry about jack shit. We could just travel, and that would be fun. How sick would that be? Exactly. I told if I ever made it, made it, I would have two tour buses: one for me and Abby, and then the other bus is of like probably eight individuals that I've 
want to bring on my tour with me cool. that I think all could open with me, and when I would just have a different opener that I bring. Oh, that'd be sweet. So I'd have Trevor. He would be one of them. I told Trevor I'd pick him up, and he'd be like, "Hey, you're gonna go on tour with me. You're gonna be my cripple opener." And the bit. Sorry, everybody. I thought I was gonna bark, but I burped. <laughs> we um, I told him the bit is uh, he comes up to the mic stand and it's too tall, and he's jumping for it. Damn. He can't reach it, and they no, and they're laughing. And he just yells, he goes, why are you laughing? I'm crippled. And then they're still jumping for it. And then I come out and I lower it. And I'm like, why are you assholes laughing? He's crippled. And I would leave. And then he starts his, his fucking set. That'd be fun. That would be a good set, right? I think I would have probably like some of the Voltron members, if not all of Voltron yeah, with that'd me. Yeah, be sweet. And then honestly, I'd, if I could have it, I told like your mom, I was like, man, I would bring your mom on tour with me. As like a house mom. Oh, nice. Or like you, or like just somebody I know that can talk or like, I don't know, just be like a good hype man, yeah. something like that, you know what I mean? Like, you guys don't even understand what you're about to watch, and then you can just tell shit that we've talked about. No, really, you don't fucking understand. You don't understand. This guy like You should, think you do, but you don't. He should be illegal. Like, just him. <laughs> like, he is a drug, and nobody needs him. <laughs> he will bring down the economy. <laughs> but I don't know, like, I, I just, I think there's so much fun to have in the world. Yeah. Especially with, like, everyone that I've met, seen, and... I mean, I just, like, the fact that, like... At Pete Rose as a kid or yep. a fucking wiffle ball and like they do a Q&A and I thought I'd muster out a question and I'm the only kid that he made fun of like the fuck you mean like uh, I'm not trying to brag it's just the fact that like you, you, it's just you a different life I don't, I don't yeah. understand why maybe it's my parents maybe it's universal intervention or maybe it's some divine something Be, yeah. fucking whatever but this something yeah and I think I should portray it to the world yeah. and try to tell them about it and be like, hey, have you ever met a kid that looks Jewish, talks a lot, has a lot of black older brothers, his dad knows Chris Stapleton, and fucking blah, 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 blah. Well, then look no further because I am here to come in your ear. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It just, it aggravates me because, I don't know. I don't know why it aggravates me because it really shouldn't. Yeah. Because if I think I'm really good enough, it'll happen eventually. And then I can really do some good stuff. Yep. But, like... God damn it. Just seeing it in the meantime is just stressful because yeah. the fucking fuckers that make it, sometimes you're like, how? How, yeah. How? But then the dudes who make it, you're like, they are incredible. I'll never match that. Yeah. And then how How do you imagine to match yep. that? And I imagine that's kind of like sports, too, where you see, like, oh, I'm the shit, and then all of a sudden it's one dude that really impresses you. You're like, fuck, I could He's never. the shit. I could never be his shit. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Do you have any player envious feelings sometimes like, like that? I think the biggest thing for me was like go playing football fucking National Trail. I was okay. pretty fucking good. You were the man. I was the fucking. But you were dude. walking in a place that also had a lot of the mans. Bingo. So when I came to Finley, we had fucking all Americans. We had guys going to the NFL. Like I got two buddies in the NFL now. Yeah. And um, fucking my first time as a starter, my freshman year. Was the first, first like week of camp, whatever. Right. Freshman year. I suppose that fan was on for the second bit. That would be funny as fuck. I'm going to point it out to some Erica's like, finally the fan bit is done. But you don't even know how long we're going to go, so I'll fucking, fucking do whatever I want. <laughs> but um, I went up against Andy Alton, who's a two time first team All American. Fucking animal. I mean, I mean, a different. Animal. Like, off the field. Biggest nerd, computer geek. What? Yeah. That doesn't happen usually. No. And But on the field, he took his glasses off and put a bandana on. Different dude. 
<laughs> he had fucking like mental problems. That dude was fucking crazy. Flip a switch, and, dude. I mean, flip a switch. Different person. <laughs> That's amazing. Two personalities. That's dude. amazing. It was terrifying. Cause that can come from a million things. That could come from his be- him being just weird himself. That could well, come from like an anime he watches. Cause I I know a million animes that would give you that inspiration. He's fucking funny. That could come from a game. Like again, like maybe I shouldn't be judging athletes if they're all meatheads and jocks. Cause there probably are some nerds. Yeah, he was. A nerd. And I mean, Mike Tyson's a nerd, and he was. I mean, he's one of the greatest boxers to ever exist. He's so funny. like. I don't, and now he started his own weed show where he smokes with his guests and called it Hot Boxing. That's perfect. <laughs> I, if they actually fought, I would fucking die if they were just smoking and boxing and everybody loses. Why? Because it's still Mike Tyson. Still Mike Tyson. Oh, fuck. It's all oh, shit. Even if we're fucked up, I gotta fucking bam! Right? Oh, god damn it. Ding ding ding. Ding Sorry, I just had fight or flight. <laughs> and like, he, his voice reminds me of almost like a Michael Jackson. Yeah. Is that weird? No. He has a Broadway show. Did you know that? I think I did know that. Comes out to one note. Boom. And it's just him. He comes out. He just sits on a chair and just talks to people. And they're like, you would think a monster's coming out. And like, they said it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. Like, oh my God. To pick pick that man's brain. To talk about the shit that he's seen. And like, he's like a living, almost like Muhammad Ali. Except Muhammad Ali went ahead and fought for racial equality. So he could just go ahead and get a face tattoo. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> fucking face tattoo it's would you ever get a face tattoo no if you're a millionaire no. nope never never the only one I would ever get there is a character in Hunter Hunter called Hisoka who has a face tattoo that I absolutely love and he like he's a magician he does all these magic tricks people can't figure it out he has like metal cards that he like cuts people with mm-hmm. and like he's crazy and he has on his jacket he has all the card suits and I have a jacket around here that has it where it's like the club, the diamond, yeah. the spade, and the other one. And his face tattoo is like of a heart and of a diamond, but it's like a blue diamond and like a red heart. And it's it's fucking clean under huh. his eyes. And I'm like, that's a interesting choice of a face tattoo. Because huh. that's not quite teardrop status. Yeah. That's under, like you're just wearing it all the time. Because <laughs> huh. I think tattoos can do a lot. They can really paint a person's Person will picture, yeah. on themselves. And I also think it gives opportunity for people to fuck up yep. and show people that they're a fuck up. And I'm fine with that because you're making it easy for me to see you're a fuck up. Like if you've got a, oh yeah, right here on my arm, I got a ripped skin tattoo and run underneath the Confederate flag right there and run underneath my mom's death. You know, I went ahead and filled it myself because that bitch was living too long. Holy fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fucking yeah. like, What? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, like, coming from a place like Preble County, we had a lot of those. And, like, yeah. it made me sick. I felt like I didn't belong. And I was yeah. out on time or something. Like, I don't know. I never felt like I was at home in Lewisburg. I felt I feel more at home here, especially with Abby. Yeah. Like, I, I found a little... And, again, we talked about it earlier, but, like, that's why I'm so excited for this fucking yeah. wedding. Like, I get to Dude, show I'm, everybody yeah, Abby. I'm excited. I'm and, like, excited. you... I mean, you know way more about us than most of the people at the wedding mm-hmm. will. Or at least people on the show. But, like will probably say a lot of stuff about us at the wedding. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see their fucking faces and be like, guess what we're up to? Fucking fucking... Like an explosion inside an explosion. And they're like, what the fuck? Dubstep beats in the fucking fucking explosion. And it's like, oh my god, did we take Molly? Well, listen, I think we hit the time mark. Yeah, I want to say that's probably 30-30. Um, <laughs> this has been the Disappointing Radio Show. Um, you have been 
Tyler Glander, part two, baby. And is there anything you feel like you want to ask me before? Any last questions? Any little jokes you want to get me to fucking... I always like to ask. I always give my opportunity. I'm just thankful you brought me back on, man. Oh, you don't have to say that. I'm thankful you wanted to come back. Well, yeah, man. I don't get to see you very often, so when I do, it's nice. nice. The fact that your mom just came on, and, like, you didn't even... You won't even get to hear that still for a while, so, like, you get to hear that, and then you get to hear this, and you'll hear how I kind of played them together. Yeah. It'll be nice, and I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, I'm just glad you brought me back, man. I miss it, buddy. We we started the episode at the day. It is now night. I always try to get the show turn towards the darkness because just like comedy, we like to we like to hide in the shadows and we like to come in the darkness because you don't want to see what we're beaten off to. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! So before we start, we uh, spiraling down uh, another comrade. Let me end this show and introduce the last culture shocks. I hope you like them, Tyler. They're picked up just for you. Nice. Um, I think you'll enjoy them. I already have kind of in mind what's going to be played. So please enjoy everybody at home immediately. Your last culture shocks. This has been the disappointing radio show with DJ Disappointment. One last time. This has been Tyler Glander Part 2, baby. And we will see you next time. Enjoy. This next song uh, I play because Tyler and me are two individuals that went to Nashville together, that we both like country music as well as rap and rock. So I figured I'd play a lot more country because a lot of you probably didn't know Tyler can vibe to country so much. Um, This song is by the Steel Drivers. It was Chris Stapleton's bluegrass band before he took a solo career. Um, I like it a lot because it just gives me a nice vibe of like what me and Tyler used to do when we were in high school together, which was get pretty fucking drunk. Um, Listen, Tyler, I love you. I hope you made it through the whole show. I hope Betsy's still listening and still loves you after all these Buffalo Chicken stories. Um, This song is definitely dedicated to you for that because you barf like crazy off a dark whiskey. So, hey, might as well play it now. So, please enjoy the Steel Drivers. Drink a dark whiskey. We'll be back after this. Drinking dark whiskey.
of love the ending on violin. Um, this next song, I don't know if Tyler's ever heard. I know I could have picked a lot of country songs that me and Tyler liked, enjoyed, and shared special, but I, I wanted to use this chance to send him some messages that hopefully connect. If not, I'll just blow my own brains out. But a sad joke, Brighton. Um, <laughs> this next song, I hear them all. It's about just hearing every voice of everything that's ever spoken. And I think Tyler does a good job about that. Yes, he is a white, straight, Catholic male, but just because there are people like that in the world that suck a big fat dick sometimes, Tyler isn't one of them. Tyler's well-educated. Tyler isn't, you know, nice. He's well-spoken. I don't know more what else to tell you about Tyler other than I'm probably going to stop sucking his dick at this point. But on dunce. Um, I hear them all. This is not the last song. We're almost through it, Tyler. Please enjoy, and we'll be back after this. nice 
soft ending to a very meaningful song. This last song, Tyler, is dedicated to you because this is how I literally feel every single time we have to leave one another. I love Voltron, I love Nolan, and I love all my friends that I've made along the way, but Tyler was really my first friend, and every single time we have to part each other, it feels like, well, this song. Please enjoy Billy Joe Shaver. Fun while it lasted, but it didn't last long. Why it lasted, but it didn't last. 